ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 115 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from drizzly and cold Sandusky, Ohio, and I am absolutely thrilled that you're listening. As we dive into this episode, I wanted to take a couple of moments and talk about the club of the episode, and it cannot be anybody else but the club that is basically one of the focuses of this episode, that is the Geelong Falcons. Now, the Falcons play in the 13-team NAB League, and along with the other dozen clubs in the league, they have become quite the pipeline for providing footy talent into the AFL since the early 90s. Now, while I certainly want to pay tribute to the Falcons, the timing out works out really well here because I'm joined today by three Falcons alum, and as of just about a week and a half ago, they're now members of the Geelong Cats. So today I am sitting down with Toby Conway, Mitch Nevitt, and Cooper White, some of the newest members of the Cattery, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be talking with them. It was a lot of fun reaching out to these gentlemen. I, I reached out on social media and uh, was able to set something up, and just genuinely nice gentlemen, nice young men there. So, so thrilled that they're going to be representing the Cats. Now, before I dive into the discussion I did want to take a moment and step back into episode 109 of the podcast, and that was uh, something that came out a couple of months ago. And in that episode, I sat down and talked with longtime D supporter Damian Buttigieg, and we talked about his longtime friendship and relationship with a family friend by the name of Charlie. And Charlie, if you hadn't heard the episode yet, I don't want to tell too much, but Charlie was somebody who helped ensure that uh, Damian and his brother Jeremy got to go see as many D's games as possible while they were growing up. And uh, I got a note from Damien a couple of days ago. And, uh, well, it's going to be easier for them to keep in touch with one another now because Charlie is the proud owner of a brand-new cell phone. So Damien and his brother Jeremy can keep in touch. And Damien also told me that in kind of a bit of a turn of events, and I think this is probably the first of many times that this turn of event is going to take place, Jeremy and Damien took Charlie to the MCG over the weekend for the D's premiership celebration. I hope they had an absolutely fantastic time. Damien has promised to send me a couple photographs, which when I get those, or if he shares up on his social media, I will share those out on mine as well. I'll get them up on my website as well. It's just, it's just a really heartwarming story, and it's, it was an opportunity for he and his brother to kind of pay it forward to Charlie for all of the, the, the good times that he had shown them by getting them to the games when they were younger. So, Charlie, good on you. I hope you had a blast. I have to tell you, it was fantastic seeing footage of Neil Danaher there, just really heartwarming. Um, just, you know, his expression was just was, was priceless, and it just it gives you goosebumps seeing that sort of thing. So if you're a D supporter and you got the chance to be there, it was something I hope you really, really enjoyed. So... I'm, I'm really thrilled to have been able to, uh, to talk to Damien a few weeks ago, and um, I'm glad to get this update to you. So let's go ahead and dive into my talk with uh, the three newest members of the Cats, uh, Toby and Mitch and Cooper. So I hope you enjoy this discussion. You won't find three nicer young men than, than these guys were, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate them giving me of their time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am absolutely thrilled. Uh, I'm going to take off my uh, my nonpartisan hat right now and put on my cat's hat. Well, I have actually a polo one right now. I'm thrilled to be joined by three of the newest cats members, Toby Conway, Mitch Nevitt, and Co Cooper White. Gentlemen, thanks for taking time out of your Thursday morning for stopping by. No worries, Craig. 
this is this this is great this is great you know i i fell in love with the game about six years ago and uh i'm 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 thrilled to see you know more geelong falcons make the trip to to cardinia park to to continue the tradition of having some great falcons players playing there and uh you know i i have to ask you guys uh how excited are you to be going to basically going to work with your teammates for the foreseeable future? Um, yeah, we're all pretty stoked. We were great. We were great mates last year um, down at the Falcons. And then um, it was pretty surreal seeing each of our names get called out together. I'm um, going to order the cats. So yeah, we're all really happy. And that, that, that had to be great, you know, and, and, you know, Toby, you got, you got picked first. So you know, you, you, you hear Mitch's name getting, getting selected next. And you've, you've got to be thinking to yourself. Yes. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's exactly right. It was pretty, I think I was more excited when Mitch got drafted than I was. I celebrated harder at least. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And, uh, and, and Cooper, you're, 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 you're there going, okay, here comes a pick. Here comes a pick. The cat's got one now. And I'm going to hopefully be joining my, my mates here. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty long night for me. I was second last pick, I think. But yeah, I was super excited for the other boys when they got picked up. And then obviously to go to the same club was yeah, really exciting. Okay. Now, I, if I'm not mistaken, one of you three gentlemen is a phenomenal basketball player as well. Who Who is uh, that? Yeah, that would have to be me, Craig. Because I... Yeah, I, I heard because I, I heard that there were there were opportunities for you to possibly play, you know, basketball at, at an extraordinarily high level as well, and you had to make a decision on that. Uh yeah, no, I don't think that was one of us. I think it was um Ollie Dempsey. He's not in the car with us right now. But um, no, I, I, okay, new... okay, yeah. I thought I, I, I wish. I must... Yeah, I wish that was me though. <laughs> okay, all right. So, what are some things that uh, that cat supporters? And, you know, they're some of the most uh, passionate supporters that are out there. What is, what's something that you think the Cat supporters should know about you that they don't know already? I think they're probably just that all three of us, or even all the boys coming in this year, just super keen to get started. It's obviously great culture down there. Everyone's sort of in the Geelong area. It's a pretty, pretty close group. And, yeah, we just want to get as good as we can and um, win as many games as we can. Just okay. make the club proud, I guess. Okay. That's, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. So have, have you guys started, you know, I, I'm a high school teacher by trade. So have you, you guys have finished up high school and you've started some university studies, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Um, yeah, we're pla- we were planning to, um, but I'm think we think we're going to defer a year um, just because it's going to be really busy. Um, okay. If we do do university or um, if we want to do a trade, um, yeah, it depends who you ask, but I think, we were planning on doing it, but then we got drafted. So I think it's going to be a really busy year, really intense. So we thought we'd um, probably just give it a give it a year off and just get used to the club environment. Okay. So now that you guys are are professionals, I mean that's that that right there. You you, you do you stop and think to yourself, you know, we we've reached this first step on this pinnacle. Now we've you know we've got more steps to take. Um, what are the three of you going to be able to do knowing that you have played together previously to, to help encourage one another and help to push one another to become as, as good a player as you can possibly be within the framework of the cats. Uh, yeah, I think, well, obviously playing together, we've already got that chemistry. Um, 
So we've already been able to like push each other to our limits, I guess. And um, yeah, really got that support network around us. Yeah, and we're also, we're really keen on each other as well. We're willing to do things for each other and work hard for each other. Um, and now that we're in the same team and I think it's going to even just exacerbate that, make it better. Okay. Okay. What's got you most excited about this new chapter in your footy life? Uh, for me, it's probably just, we got so many staff at the club, so there's a bunch of support people around us um, to help us develop inside of football and also outside of football. I think just the fact that it's like a full-time job now and sort of the lifestyle, um, yeah, not many not many 18-year-olds living sort of this lifestyle. I think just trying to make the most out of all everything that we um, sort of get involved in. Yeah, and and sure. do, you, do you feel somewhat... Um, Maybe relieved isn't the right word, but are, are you are you happy to be playing for the the hometown club? And I know you know Melbourne's not that far down the road, uh, but you know you, you're you're you didn't get selected by a club out of you know West Australia or you know out of you know Adelaide. Are you happy to be playing at home? Yeah, I think I'm absolutely stoked because I get to I've got a big family and I get to stay close with them, um, and I don't have to move too far. And yeah, it's going to make the process a whole lot easier. Um, a lot less complications for me. Um, and it's really good having that family sport really close by for me. Okay. So, and that, I was going to actually ask about that then, uh, you know, how, how the, for the three of you, how have your families supported this journey of you playing footy? Because, you know, it, it is a, it's something that you've had to, you know, you know, go and play and travel, you know, throughout Victoria, I'm sure. And if not the entire country to go play against, you know, better and better competition to try to make yourselves as as good an athlete as you possibly can how they supported you with that yeah i think just like obviously sort of all the games and trainings they've taken us to sort of from the age of like eight or nine um yeah they're putting a lot of work lots of feedback and stuff as well to sort of um make us better players and people um yeah it'll be awesome to sort of be able to stay with them this year um and just live at home with them as well they're all cats fans as well which is good that's that's a good start. Yes, it, uh, I was going to say. You know, did anybody have to? Did anybody have to go out and buy a new jumper for a new club? No, I've been a cat sport my whole life as well. Okay, so, yeah, it made it there easy. Okay, and, uh, my dad was Collingwood, so he's um, transitioned over to Geelong now, which he, is good. So he 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 turned he turned his stripes ninety degrees. Okay, that's nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, <laughs> um. You know, you you guys are are uh, you know you you had a really tough couple of years with COVID. How, how did you manage to to uh, to to thrive? I don't want to use the word survive because I don't think that's the right word. But how did you manage to thrive playing footy when the government kept telling you, "Sorry, you're not even allowed to leave the house and go outside"? Um, I think the family support comes into it again, and also just the friendships you make and stuff like. We, we kept really in close touch with the Falcons boys and that sort of thing. Um, so I think that was really helpful. We could just lean on each other and talk to each other. And um, maybe if we were doing a running session together, it made it a lot easier. Um, but just knowing that there are other people out there going through the same thing and that care about you and stuff, I think it really helped us to keep us going. Okay. Okay. Probably, probably as well, having that sort of end goal in sight, like um, it's probably paid off now that we've made it. But um, yeah, sort of. Just um, looking forward to that and just trying to sort of, I guess, work towards that as much as we can. You know, 
and I know that, you know, some of the, the players that, you know, I've, I've seen where some of the clubs are bringing back in their first through fourth year players right now to begin training, but yeah, and you've, you've begun training with the club, I believe as well. Correct. Have, yeah. have you, have you gotten out on the grounds yet and kind of looked around and said, I can't believe that guy's actually my teammate now. Yeah. It's been, it's been pretty surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I saw Brian Myers the other day running around and it was just like, shit, like, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is that anybody planning on uh, growing the dreads? Nah, I can't try. can't go. I don't reckon. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, I, neither can I, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it has, it has to be a, a you know, just, you almost have to pinch yourself, I would think, you know, as you said, you know, being cat supporters growing up that it's uh, that I mean, this, this might be the, the, the closest thing to a dream come true that you're going to, that you're going to have, you know, cause you know, you, you could have ended up elsewhere and you would have been absolutely ecstatic to be playing with any of the other 17 clubs, but you're, you've got to be thrilled to be where you are right now. So, I mean, that is, that's, that's terrific. So yeah, absolutely. Are you able to to talk about the phone call that came through? Can you are you allowed to talk about that at all? Or you, you can you can can the three of you share what what the message was when the club called and said, "Hey, we're about to to make you our pick." Um, I don't think either of us actually got a call. We um we all we were all waiting for the pick to actually happen and the names to get called out on TV before we knew. Um, but I think cats are pretty well known for just keeping their keeping their cards close to their chest. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty going into each pick, but yeah, we'll work that well in the end. So didn't matter too much. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I was, uh, I was on the, I was on the road driving, uh, uh, the, the first round began at about three 30 in the morning here and I was on the road driving to go visit my son. So I listened to the first round with, uh, uh, Dwayne and, uh, Nick Del Santo on, uh, on SEN. So, and of course, you know, we had to wait till the next day for, for, the two of you to get picked. So, um, but it is, it's, uh, it's absolutely, you know, great to, uh, to have you there with the club there. So let me, um, what, what do you think your goals are for this year and how, and how do you know that 2022 is going to be a successful year for you? Uh, I think for me, it's probably just playing consistent footy. We've obviously missed out on a lot of games, um, because of COVID the last few years. So, just getting out there and building those relationships with all the players and stuff. Um, for me, it would probably be just um, trying to get as fit as possible um, and then trying to get on the truck and be in as good condition as possible, I think. Um, especially in this pre-season, I just want to string lots of training sessions together and build my load and um, just get myself into as best shape as possible so I can attack the year. Yeah, probably for me, um, probably just putting on a bit of weight, a bit of size. Um, being sort of in midfield, I'm still pretty light on um, playing against men. And yeah, just trying to learn as much as I can. Sort of the older players, like um, heaps of good players still at the club, um, who have been sort of superstars over their career. So yeah, just learning as much off them mm-hmm. as I can. Yeah, you 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 have you have arguably two future Hall of Famers in the midfield right now. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean that's that that's you know, that in and of itself is is kind of amazing. Um, now, Toby, you yeah, I did I did see where you had um had been doing some work with Brad Ottens, you know, a, a legendary cat's ruck. Uh, and in fact, you now are going to be wearing his number as well. Yeah. Which 
that has that has to be you know pretty cool to be able to to throw on that number six yeah obviously um he gave me a call about it and just said like uh it would be an honor for you to have it and yeah it was like it's it is just a number so i don't think i don't think it means anything too um too much in terms of what's going to happen in the future but um, I think it's down to me to just try and um, work hard and sort of determine my own fate a little bit. Because he has said to me that he wants me to forge my own path, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I want to do. And and he's been and he's been helpful to you, you know, because you know because you've got two, you, you know, you've got two very solid rucks with the cats now with the addition of you know uh, Jonathan Segler from Hawthorne. But you know they're they're both on the what people would argue and this is where me i'm 58 years old so i i i almost find myself laughing at myself when i say you know that that somebody's getting old because they're 30 i don't even remember 30 uh (laughs) but you know but you know that you know that they're on the north side of 30 there so i mean there's you know there's a certainly an opportunity in the the coming future here for you to you know possibly be able to fill that that role there but you've got two great veterans to be learning from as well yeah, exactly. Since, yeah, given they are uh, thirty, they obviously have a lot of experience. Um, so it's not a, it's not only an opportunity in the future, but an opportunity now just to try and um, learn as much as possible, I guess. So, do you have any uh, any superstitions? Is there anything that throughout your playing career you've just found yourself doing, and then you it's become habit, habit, it's second nature. You do it all the time, and you're going, okay, this is a little weird that I keep doing this. Um, I don't, I don't really like superstitions. I don't really like, um, sort of relying on something. Cause then if I sort of don't do it, it might throw me off a bit, but no, I try and stick away from them. Just sort of play every game sort of the same, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I actually have one where if I put the shin pad on the wrong leg at the side of the game, I think I'm going to play badly. So if I, if I do that, I'll get a bit nervous, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of with Mitch on that. Like it's, um, if you do, if you do rely too closely on superstition, then and you don't do something, then yeah, I think it will ruin your mindset going into a game. Not sure okay. about Cooper, yeah, no, I don't have any superstitions either. Okay. Okay. Uh, any any go to meals that you you know before before a game or that sort of thing that you have to have this before you get out there? Um, I have to have a spag bowl before a game. Every okay. Night okay. On the night before a game, yeah. If I don't, I get a bit. A little bit nervous, but um, I think it's just good carbs, good protein. So yeah, try and stick with that. Yeah, I just have the carbonara before a game. Mum cooks a good carbonara, so just have that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Some sort of pasta. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've uh, and this is kind of a a little. Um, hypothetical one here but uh let's just say that that each one of you has been uh given the opportunity to um host a music festival at gmbha stadium okay each one of you so what three artists are you going to be bringing in to perform at gmb now let's let's say that all of the covid restrictions are gone and people can freely travel from anywhere in the world what three artists are you going to bring in to perform there not Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an outdoor um, stadium, so. Um, uh, um, I'd probably have J. Cole as one. Okay. Um, yeah, not sure about the other two, though. Yeah, I'm shocking with music, but um, probably just get three big guys' names just to try and um, 
get a big crowd and lots of revenue and stuff, but probably go with uh no, I'm shocking with music. <laughs> so I'm not really too sure, Craig. <laughs> okay, that's um, that's, that's all right. That's yeah. that's that's completely okay. You know, it's not uh, you know I, I've had some people that I've because I ask that question quite frequently and a lot of people just say, I I don't I'm not a big music fan and I and I get that and I I just you know it's it that's perfectly all right. Uh so um is there is there somebody that's that's coming in this year that came into the draft with you that you think wow besides yourselves uh that, that's coming into the draft this year that you think wow this person's really got a chance at making a big splash this year in 2022 maybe somebody that you played against um i'd probably have to go ali dempsey to be honest because i think okay um, I've seen some of his highlights and I have played against him and yeah, he's a really good player. Um, and that's with very limited amount of footy training and um, footy exposure because he was a basketballer. And um, so I think um, the level he's at now without the training he's had with footy, I think he has a lot of potential. So yeah, that excites me a little bit. Did you mention my other teams as well? Yeah. Maybe not with, maybe not with yeah. your club, but yeah, somebody that got drafted this year that you think that that, think, that person... Um, I think Josh Ward's pretty good. He played really good against us in some of the Vic games. And, um, yeah, he's just really good runner, really skillful um, sort of midfielder. Um, yeah, he could definitely start off really well from, from the get-go. Okay. Okay. Um, I have just a couple of other things here before we wrap up. Uh, what, are your, what are some of your earliest memories as a, as a player – you know, when you first started playing and, and when you were younger, were they, were they calling it Auskick at that time still? Yeah. They were. Okay. So what are some of your, your earliest memories, either as, as a, a supporter of the cats uh, or your dad supporting Collingwood um, or, you know, as a player, what's, what's the stuff that you remember for the furthest back? Uh, oh, probably for me, it's just playing down at the local club in like under 12s. Um, yeah. I had, couple mates that I played with throughout all juniors as well. So yeah, that'd probably be it. I remember um in Miles kick years, um the Cats players would come down and stuff. Got some photos with like Joel Selwyn and stuff, which was pretty crazy back then. Um which was pretty exciting. I sort of love seeing those boys. But um yeah, that's probably the main one. Okay. Um, yeah for me for me it would probably be the um premierships. I think as a cat sporter we got three premierships and um yeah, I sort of where your heroes got established and you start dreaming about playing footy and playing in a premiership yourselves. Um, so those were really exciting times for me when um, the Cats were winning flags. So hopefully we can do it again soon. Okay. Well, let's, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do it again soon. I, you know, we <laughs> have to, you know, let's get, let's uh, keep everybody healthy. And uh, I have to be honest, I didn't even have Melbourne in my top eight last year. So I, I, I feel like that. <laughs> I, and I, I thought it was time. I thought it was Fremantle's time and they almost got there into the top eight, but not quite, but um, it is what it is. I don't think many two people, I don't think many people did have Melbourne in the top eight last year though. So no, no, it was. And, and you look at them now and you're thinking they're probably going to be top four for at least a few years. Yeah. You know, I think as well, sure. you know, how, you know, how Max gone goes, I think is how that club's going to go. And, I had joked with with some D's supporters, and I interviewed the D's president uh, last spring. And I told people after the grand final, I said they were lying to me 
because I, I swore there was more than one Max gone on the ground. He, <laughs> he was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was absolutely everywhere on the ground. So, you know, you're, you know, you said you enjoyed getting your, your picture taken with Joel Selwood. Do, do you, do you find, this is something that I've noticed, you know, coming in as an American, the relationship between footy players in the AFL and the supporters, it's, it's unlike anything I've seen in any sport here in the United States. It's, it's a completely yeah. different, different thing. Yeah, everyone goes pretty nuts. They sort of um, see him as like heroes, I guess. Um, when you're sort of outside of the club, going to games and stuff, everyone just, yeah, really is sort of obsessed with all the players on the ground and stuff, anyone on the list. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, I guess, we sort of had a, um, an education meeting on it the other day, but there's a lot of um, community involvement with the players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that helps a lot. Like, you have to um, just try and get out in the community as much as you can and make appearances there. Um, and I think that really helps to boost it, boost it a lot, and probably part of the reason why we got a hundred thousand in the grand final. Watching along, yeah, and it's uh, and it's and it's and it's not necessarily a relationship where they're they're always you know mobbing you and that sort of thing. It's 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 kind of a, a mutual respect, I think, and it, that that the players have with the with the supporters and vice versa, which I yeah. you know is yeah. I had a. Uh, uh, a guy I interviewed last year who's a, a port supporter. And he said that, you know, he ends, he goes to the same coffee shop every day that Ken Hinckley does. And on, on Mondays, if, if port has won, he buys Ken Hinckley his coffee. And if port's lost, Ken's buying his coffee for him. It's kind of become a tradition that they've done over the last several years. So it's, it's just yeah, it's really neat. And I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for you guys. And I, and I hope, I think you're thrilled for yourselves as well. So I, I can't wait to see where this, this journey takes the three of you and I I'm, you know, as a cat supporter, I'm, I'm ecstatic that you're there. Uh, I wish you all the best of luck. Um, and thanks for taking time out of your morning to stop by and talk with me. Thanks very much, Craig. Thanks you for bet. having us. I really you bet it. guys. You bet. Yeah. Best of luck, gentlemen, yeah. best of luck. And a big thanks to Toby Conway and to Mitch Nevitt and to Cooper White for sitting down to talk about their journey to the Cats and where things are going to be going as they move forward. Gentlemen, as a footy fan and more importantly as a supporter of the Cats, I wish you absolutely all the best as you embark on your careers. You're three very, very impressive young men, and and I'm so glad you're going to be wearing the hoops and you're going to represent this organization extraordinarily well, and I'm I'm thrilled to be a cat supporter and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys do going forward here. So best of luck as you get going there. Now, ladies and gents, as I wrap it up here, don't forget that you can find everything to, related to the podcast over at my website at yankonthefooty.com. You can sign up for the mailing list there. One of the other things that I'm doing right now is trying to line up a number of people who would want to come onto the show to talk about their AFLW club or their AFL club going into the 2022 seasons. Again, we're about 36 days away from the AFLW comp beginning, so I'm trying to line up as many supporters of those clubs to talk about the uh, the upcoming season with them. So if you're interested, head over to my website, click on the Register as a Guest button up at the top of the page. Many of you have done that already. I will be reaching out to you very soon to try to set up a time that works out well for you. Hopefully this will be about a 25, 30-minute discussion, just what you're looking forward to two in the season, what your expectations are for your club, that type of thing. So if you're interested, I'd love to get you on. As I did last year, I'll probably couple 
a couple of uh, supporters into a single episode and share those as we go forward. So I'd really love to hear from you. If you want to get on the show and talk about that, that'd be fantastic. Now, I will uh, also provide a link to that in the show notes if you want to just go ahead and click on that as well. Remember, if you want to help out the podcast, you can also go to my website and click on the Buy Me a Coffee button in the bottom left-hand corner. It's that little yellow circle down there if you want to help it out. It would be greatly appreciated. That stuff goes, anything that comes in there goes right back out into the podcast to help to cover fees and that sort of thing to promote the game, etc. Now, that you've listened, I hopefully that you will consider leaving me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on Podchase or even leaving me a review right on my website because I can then turn around and share those out on my socials. You know, if you want to share a link out on your socials, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends about it. That'd be fantastic. Help to drive some traffic that way and help to build up the listenership because that's, you know, of course, as, as a podcaster, that's what you're always trying to do is reach as many people as you possibly can. And not being in Australia, that would certainly... Uh, be some wonderful assistance on your part if you'd consider doing that. Remember, you can also find me at yank underscore on on Twitter. You can reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. I'm also over on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Now, folks, I want to thank you for listening. This was a great discussion. I've got another one coming uh, next week. I sat down yesterday afternoon with a gentleman that I... I, I I'm just going to give you a hint. I referred to this gentleman as a sport renaissance man and i i I truly believe that and it was just it's just a series of fascinating and and very fun stories that that we talked about yesterday so i'm really looking forward to getting that one out to you here in the next week or so as well so again thanks for listening i hope you'll share the episode with your friends and family as always may your dribble kick never ever hit that post i will catch you later This has been episode 115 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on over at my email, ayankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook at ayankonthefooty. Again, thanks for listening. I hope you'll share the episode with your friends and family. And until next time, folks, this is Craig Wessels from the United States over here in Chile, Ohio. I will talk to you soon. And until next time, goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>